Welcome back to Hashtag Hired, real bite-sized success stories from real Vertforce family members. Today's Hashtag Hired tip is, are you asking before you submit that resignation letter, can I take this job with me to the next duty station? That's what Kayla Holm did. And for the first time in 10 long years of PCSing, she was able to breathe a sigh of relief knowing that she got to keep her job. Let's listen now to how Kayla pivoted from a career in nursing to remote healthcare administration. All right, disclaimer, all thoughts and opinions about the Mayo Clinic are Kayla's own thoughts and are not endorsed by the Mayo Clinic. Virtual employment is here to stay. I'm military spouse, VertForce founder, and your remote work expert, Kimber Hill. Subscribe now to learn how you too can thrive in the virtual workforce. Um, so I actually learned about VertForce um, truly just from doing, um, it was either a Google search or maybe through Facebook. Um, I had just started my first remote role and a lot of my military spouse friends were commenting on how amazing that was and they wished that they had a remote role kind of like those questions you get when you are remote and i just started thinking someone has to be doing this someone has to have resources to help spouses and i'm pretty sure i just typed in something like remote work for military spouses and workforce popped up and so i just kind of ran over to faith the facebook group and joined to see what they were doing so I think I joined, um, I think a lot of the stories I hear from VertForce members is they went with the intent of finding remote work, whereas I went in to see how I could help my direct peers, my friends, my military spouse friends. And so I initially, um, I joined right before you all did, um, or VertForce did a call for um, volunteers. I'm like, I think three weeks before. And so for me, it was more of a way of how can I amplify what Verforce is doing? So I immediately jumped into the volunteer role of project manager. Um, so for what it did for me was more of the community that I found and being able to kind of help push out what you all were already doing. Um, I think if I had to pick any tool that I used, it was when we, um, or Kimber, not we. Kimber piloted the LinkedIn course, and um, I agreed to be part of that pilot group when I was volunteering. And one of the things she said in that course was, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, you should definitely go and take this course, but she was telling us not to be afraid to get specific in what we wanted in a career. As you know, I kind of fell prey to this where I wanted to stay so general so that when I PCS, I wasn't boxed in and her kind of encouraging us to like, it's okay to pick a lane, to pick something you're really interested in, even if it, you know, comes with those um, fears, you may not find the exact role you need in the next location. So I did find that course incredibly helpful, but more so from an aspect of pushing me outside of my comfort zone and pushing me to really hone in on my love for project management. I work for Mayo Clinic. Um, I started with Mayo Clinic um, three and a half year, years ago now. They actually um, gave me my first remote role. I've held three remote roles with them to date. Um, so wonderful company to grow with. Um, I now work as a project assistant um, within a project management team over in Mayo Clinic platforms. Um, Mayo Clinic platforms is more of, um, they're doing amazing things in the tech space 
as it relates to patient care. Um, so it's really exciting to be a part of what um, Platforms is doing as a whole. Um, my role right now is I kind of uh, support project managers and I lead smaller projects. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I landed in a great place. So, so my education background is I hold two bachelors of science. One is healthcare administration. Um, the other is interdisciplinary studies where I actually studied religion and theology along with business management. Um, and then I also hold a master's in healthcare administration. Um, I am pursuing my project management certificate um, through PMI. So that's, um, that's exciting. Uh, my background as far as career, I started in healthcare as a nursing assistant. Um, I really did enjoy that, but that was a tough role to take with me with every duty station. Um, you know, every state has different licensing requirements and it was just a lot. And I would kind of, um, it would take a while to get approved to work in each new state. So I made the pivot over into the admin side. Um, so VertForce helped me in this area though. Uh, I volunteered for just shy of a year as the project manager um, for uh, mainly job search. And we managed, I managed a team of about 10 volunteers. And through doing that, I loved um, just managing that from week to week, from the start of the project, reviewing what all the team members had come up with. Um, it really honed in on um, my management skills. Um, you know, sometimes when you're working with people, you have to just learn the different personalities and you know, what works for one team member doesn't always work for the other person. Um, but then just that project itself, making sure we're putting out a good product and we're meeting the deadlines. Um, I fell in love with that. And so when this job popped up at Mayo Clinic, uh, I was like, this is the perfect time for me to try and use what VertForce gave me um, to break into project management. So I applied and I think it was a matter of just a like eight, couple weeks, maybe two months that from the start of finding the role to um, accepting an offer that I was put in this position. When I started at Mayo Clinic, I actually started um, in the orthopedic department as um, a scheduler. I did a lot of surgeries um, for orthopedics. Um, from there, I moved into uh, the education space. I was an education event coordinator. Um, we planned continuing education courses for um, anyone who held a medical license, really. Uh, that was a lot of fun and kind of, once again, translated into the project management skills when you're planning an event. You know, you have that clear, you know, start date and deadline that you have to meet. It's, it was very fast paced. I did have the ability to travel. Um, this was another aspect of where VertForce helped me. I probably should have mentioned this at the start of what Vertforce did for me. Um, but Kimber's story of when she had met or her husband and her, they were her, her first move. And she was at this place of, do I have to quit my job? And she was able to stay remote. So Kimber was really pivotal in when I made my move from Florida to Washington, um, showing me that if you just ask, the answer might be yes, but if you don't ask, it's always no, and you just don't have your job anymore. 
Um, so I had talked to Kimber briefly about how she did it and she kind of walked me through her timeline of submitting a proposal to her manager in order to stay remote. Um, and so that's what I did for my education role. I gave my manager about six months notice of my PCS, submitted um, a two or three page proposal document of why I could continue to do the job. Um, and probably a month and a half after I had submitted that proposal, it was um, agreed that I would stay remote. And so I was able to stay with Mayo Clinic, stay in my role. And for the first time in 10 years, it was just like this big relief that for once I wasn't going to take two steps backwards in my career. And, you know, four or five months after my move, I landed another kind of um, progressive role within the same company. The most important part of my Vertforce story is just Kimmer's willingness to share what she did. Aside from, you know, the project management background, you know, the support from Jenna, but that was just such an inspiring part of my time with Vertforce. And I do believe it's a big reason why I'm still with Mayo Clinic. Just she gave me the courage to just ask. Um, so I think when you, you think project management, you kind of just think of your traditional, you know, you're very organized. Um, I think one thing that I bring, especially to this new team, um, my past role in education crossed over very heavily with what I do now. We have um, various systems that are kind of new to my new team that I used heavily in my old team. And so I've been able to kind of integrate that background and give some suggestions. Um, process improvement is where I thrive. And so if I see, um, you know, something that the team has been doing and I can maybe just make that process a little bit easier, uh, I do think that's a valuable skill that I bring. Um, on top of that, I am working on kind of a SharePoint project. And once again, Vertforce kind of comes back in here for me. Vertforce was my first introduction to the usage of SharePoint and Microsoft Teams. Um, it then was integrated in my last role. And so just to be able to build on those skills, um, I'm able to help my current team really get to know SharePoint and implement um, implement it in the way that we need to. Um, so the question that I typically get that always feels hard to me is when I'm asked about a gap in my resume. Um, I do have about a two and a half to three year gap. Um, kind of like all of us in this military world, life came at me pretty fast in those three years. I had stepped um, out of the workforce with the intention of completing my bachelor's degree. And in that time, um, my son was born prematurely. And on top of that, within um, six weeks before his birth, we had PCS. Um, I have just started answering that question honestly, and I give them that background. I think it speaks to two different things when you're looking at a company. Are they truly family friendly? And do they truly support the military community? I think both of those things are incredibly important. And I have found when I am honest about that and I just kind of sit and watch the reaction I'm given, you can tell fairly quickly if you're about to land on a team that is going to support you as a person, both personally and professionally, or if it's a team that's kind of going to think you're going to use all the, these things as, as an excuse. Um, so for me, honesty is the best policy. I no longer am trying to hide who I am because I think remote work 
you have to remember that you're pairing your personal life and your professional life more closely than in person. Specifically, this most recent interview, I did highlight the fact I was working in a volunteer capacity as a project manager for Vertforce. Um, I think volunteer work is very, very valuable. And especially in the military spouse community, we often downplay the volunteer that we do because in our mind, we're like, we're not being paid. Do employers think it's valuable? And regardless of how they view it, I learned so much in that year, how to manage a team, how to communicate effectively with um, all levels throughout the company, how to communicate with clients. So I do often talk about my time with Vertforce because it was a very pivotal time in my professional career. I do consider it um, um, part of my professional time. So I personally never look at a job as just a job. I think um, every role has value, whether it's the value of simply paying you money so you can pay the bills whether it's that entry level job that gets you into your dream company, or you know maybe it is that dream job that you had. Um, so I don't ever look at a job as just a job. I have found value in every single role I've held. Um, the shorter version is I absolutely love what I am doing. I love the team that I work with. Um, I, I do plan to work incredibly hard in this role so that I can grow. Um, the kind of overarching goal is to promote up into a project management role within my same team though. Um, I have no desire to leave the people that I work with because they are so amazing. It's, it's hard to find a team um, like the one that I'm on. So the first thing that came to mind was my team. Um, my team is truly amazing. They all have incredible skills. They're bright and brilliant people and just learning from them even in the short time I've been in this role, um, has been amazing. If I had to pick maybe a task per se, um, I'm really loving learning about the tech and the AI side of everything. I support um, the tech manager. And so for me, that's the newest aspect of what I'm doing and just learning that terminology and what we're trying to do with it. Um, so I think those two things, probably people, and then just it's, I am learning a whole new skill set, which I thrive on. So, so really the plan is to prove um, to my, maybe prove isn't the best word, but to really just showcase my skill set so that I can promote into one of those project management roles. Um, I don't necessarily have a set timeline for that, um, but I am a little bit of a high achiever. Um, I have been accused of this in the past. so. Um, I'm happy to facilitate projects, support my project managers, um, just really be a team player, and then hopefully that will translate into a promotional opportunity. I actually had never considered virtual work before Mayo Clinic solely because I was on the clinical side of healthcare. Um, as a nursing assistant, that's just not something, um, especially you know, five plus years ago, that could be done virtually. Um, I left the clinical side of healthcare, not because I didn't like it, but it was, it was very challenging with each move, with my family. Um, so the first role I took at Mayo Clinic 
I knew it had the capacity to go remote once you had six months of training. Um, so I would say that role, it truly only took me about a month. Um, I had someone who had worked at Mayo Clinic tell me about this role. Um, she actually referred me to the hiring manager. Um, and so about a month or maybe a little bit more than a month, I don't remember the exact timeline, um, I, six weeks generously. Um, so I did my training and then um, I was eventually given the opportunity to go home. Um, and that all happened pre-pandemic, pre-COVID. Um, so I was in this unique position where, you know, maybe a month or so before COVID fully hit, I was approved to be remote. And then um, it just kind of went from there. So I, I wouldn't say I was searching remote for remote work, but I knew the role that I had applied to had the capacity to be remote and that was the goal. So whenever this question comes up for me, I always circle back to what the definition of success really is. Um, in today's world, I think we sometimes forget that success looks different for all of us. And so you really need to know what is the type of life that you wanna build? What are your goals? And how do you think you can best get there? before you begin applying and job searching, um, especially when you're remote job searching because it feels more competitive than the in-person job search ever was, in my opinion. Um, and maybe your goal is, you know, high salary, impressive title, or maybe your goal is flexibility for your family with a supportive team. And both of those things are absolutely amazing, but just be 100% sure that the goals you are choosing align with your values in your life and not what society says that it should be. Hey, Kayla. I remember when you joined the Vertforce brand ambassador team, and it's super cool to see how you've pivoted and progressed in your career. So I want to congratulate you on finding a super military-friendly employer and I want to acknowledge that you did that by being very open and honest on your resume. So kudos to you. Let's stay in touch. Can't wait to see where you go next. If you loved this content as much as I loved creating it for you, remember to subscribe. Want to get in touch? You can reach me at podcast at vertforce.us. All content in this episode is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC.